Hello and welcome to Little Birdie's Monday Sports Show First Look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. I do have MG in the studio with me today to cover the AFL Round 7 review and we also have Top Rope on the line to do the NRL Round 8 review. First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. Now we do have some very serious business to cover because the ball starts tomorrow And so if you haven't already signed up, you need to get onto the Bulldozer 2022. The Little Birdie team and friends are uniting for a three-day carnival at Warnable. Buy a share in our syndicate and we bet every day, every race at the Bull with some out-wide stings on supporting cards. That kicks off at 10.30 tomorrow morning, so you need to sign up before then. MG, how are you, buddy? I'm good. (laughs) You survived uh, another big weekend in the Little Birdie uh, area. You were very social last night. I'm surprised you made it in this morning and actually in pretty good condition. I stayed 10 metres away. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be late when you're that close, right? Yes, making full use of the uh, little birdie penthouse. You had a good night for your sister's upcoming wedding. Yeah, it was amazing. So we got all the crew from um, Chaconis there and everyone had an amazing time at the penthouse. It was so good. People could not believe it. Yes. Uh, she had a great time. Everyone was done and dusted by 10. I think we went back after dinner and had a couple of drinks. It was beautiful. It's such a great space. So everyone was blown away. She had a great time. She's ready for the wedding and um, made it here this morning. You did. Yeah. Fresh faced. <laughs> yeah. Another one top ropes missed out on. Another invite he couldn't uh, catch the helicopter down for, unfortunately. <laughs> when are we getting this chopper to get top rope to all of our events? Because come on, surely someone wants to sponsor the little birdie chopper <laughs> at this point. <laughs> top rope. Got to get on board the chopper. Come, Come on. on. investment in. Little birdies investing in. We've got a penthouse. Chopper time, surely. Oh, I agree. I think, you know, a chopper and then the next thing we'll get the jet. Yeah, we'll get him down. Uh, I think Top Rope's coming down for the uh, the politics. We might have a politics night in a couple of weeks, he's telling me. That's so, going to be election, fantastic. So. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be sad to miss that one. But um, I'll be joining your live stream to have a look at what's happening for election night. And um, I'm sure Top Rope's got that all covered. It had dead set be the first social event you've missed for a while, Nick. <laughs> well, she's not, she's not exactly missing one. She's going to be in Italy top rope, so. <laughs> they've given Seriously. Me, they've given me the nickname FOMO. Miss FOMO. <laughs> FOMO. That is true. Got to, look, got to look after it down at the bull for three days. That's going to test my uh, patience top rope, I would have thought. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for not joining me. <laughs> it's, going test, it's going to test your patience, your stamina, and your purse strings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the little birdie uh, credit card will be getting a bit of a work, you know, for, I reckon, over the next three days down at the bull. But uh, that's all right. All the boys in the studio, they'll make plenty of cash to make up for it. Uh, so get involved in the syndicate, as Nikki said, from tomorrow morning. Amazing. Can't wait. Now, we should get into some footy action. So let's quickly cover the AFL Round 7 review. Here we go. Richmond beat the West Coast Eagles 165 to 56. Fremantle beat Geelong 69 to 66. The GWS took care of Adelaide 113 to 54. Melbourne beat Hawthorne 91 to 81. Port Adelaide beat St Kilda 43 to 42. Carlton took care of Kangaroos 114 to 64. Collingwood beat the Gold Coast 115 to 90. The Western Bulldogs beat Essendon 103 to 71. And Brisbane beat Sydney 113 to 89. MG had the play out for you. Yeah, not a bad week, Nikki. We uh, started solidly on the Friday night with with Richmond. Uh, got the job done there with the uh, line and the points. Um, and then we ended the week well as well with the uh, plenty of points in the uh, Brisbane-Sydney game, especially after quarter time. So that was uh, 
good way to f- finish on the back of uh, Top Rope, which we'll cover later with Melbourne mm-hmm. Storm, just ghosting and doing the job again. So, yeah, it was a good finish leading into, uh, you know, we certainly enjoyed the dinner last night because of that. So, yeah, it was good. Listen, the AFL had a few upsets, of course. Yep. Uh, you know, Fremantle were unbelievable going down to the category. I didn't think that would uh, take place and, and, and get a very solid victory there. And there was a few minor upsets with uh, GWS knocking yep. off Adelaide as well and um, Port Adelaide getting yep. up over St Kilda as well in uh, – can only be described as one of the worst matches I've seen in a long time uh, when there's no weather involved and you get a scoreline of 43-42. Yeah. I uh, really hope that uh, the AFL looks serious about having, especially night footy uh, up in the far north with cans and stuff. It's just not appropriate for No one enjoys watching those kind of games. They mm-hmm. kick 9, 20, something between them. It's just appalling standard, especially on a Saturday night uh, time slot as well. So uh, hopefully the AFL will do something and correct that. If they're going to play up there, maybe just... Uh, Keep them to the day going slops. But, uh, yeah, overall, I think it was um, an entertaining round of football. Uh, a few teams that uh, needed wins like GWS mm. uh, got on the board. Yep. Uh, a few other ones are in dire straits and probably the seasons dire are straits. over. West Coast definitely can uh, plan their September holidays and I think Essendon uh, uh, might be joining them on the same trip, I think. So <laughs> your team, the Bombers, uh, you'll just have to concentrate on getting Melbourne Storm home for the rest of the year, I think. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, good week in the AFL, show to profit and uh, – yeah, we'll get on to week eight. Okay, we might just check out the uh, week seven results now. So here you can see week seven, uh, the Fabes five out of nine, covers four out of nine, over total seven of nine, and the home teams four of nine. And for the season, we're running for the Fabes seventy percent. The covers are at fifty two percent. The over totals at sixty, and the home teams are fifty six percent. And we think that's that's about right yet, MJ. Yeah, it was it was probably an even week. The bookies probably just shaded the punters there with uh with with a couple of upsets, as we said, and there was yeah. only four covers. So, uh, good to see there was a few more points in this round. Seven of the uh, seven overs out of nine. So, uh, yeah, solid week. Beautiful, and we just go to the AFL stings results as well now. So here we had three bets. So uh, we lost the first one and then we doubled up on the second. So that was the over totals there in the Sydney Brisbane game. So you've had a really good weekend there. Yeah, yeah, we, had, we doubled up. We, yeah, we showed a profit. Yeah, showed um, a profit. Yeah, we got our chips in good price on Geelong. Uh, I think it closed twenty three twenty four. So we bet early in the week there. Got the got the right price. And and I think um, speaking with Ob on the Friday show, uh, he he was a uh, a big fan for Freo going into the week. So we kind of said when when the line was up at uh, twenty three twenty four, we actually made comment that if you were betting on the Friday, that we thought Freo would be the side to go. So. Um, they were cheap early in the week, Geelong, and then I think uh, they went too far, the bookies. But, uh, yeah, Frio got the upset there. And the Sydney-Brisbane total um, was probably one of the, the, the better totals, I think. Uh, the, the weather really cleared up, which is something that uh, we try and monitor as best we mm-hmm. can. And that, that line closed around 169, 170. So, again, just getting the chips in at the right time, uh, lucky enough to uh, get the result for, the, for that game. Perfect. So we're up. So that's the main thing here. We're and up, we're just yeah. going to. Pays the bills. <laughs> That's it. We've paid the bills. So we just got to quickly check, uh, have a quick look at the premiership market here. So what have we got? Melbourne sitting at 225, clear favourites now. Brisbane 5, Swans at 850, Freo at 13, Geelong 13, St Kilda 15, Western Bulldogs 16, Carlton 17 and Richmond 18. Anything here? Yeah, the bookies really shortened up Melbourne. Yep. Um, 275, 280 on last week's show when we covered it. So uh, they just keep winning. I'm not sure where their first loss is going to come from. I know they've got St Kilda this week, but... I think they'll just take care of business at the moment. Uh, we've been saying it probably, probably from definitely from week one, week two. We thought Melbourne would be the one seed, Brisbane, yep. Sydney's probably the next, and I think beyond that, um, it shows it's a long tail in the AFL this year. 
so, yeah, the value's been sucked right out of Melbourne. Brisbane's starting to shorten up now. And I'd say Sydney is still, even though they lost to Brisbane on the weekend, they were pretty competitive for large parts. So, um, yeah, nothing really changes. And I'm sure the bookies are taking plenty on Melbourne. All right. Now we're going to have a look at some of the uh, other markets. We've got the uh, Brownlow medal and the Coleman to have a look at after us. But for the Brownlow, here we go. We've got Paddy Cripps at 395 Lockie Neal at 550 Anything you see here for the Brownlow? Yeah, big guns standing out there, Nicky, aren't they? Um, Cripps probably had maybe close to four BOG, so he's rightfully being favoured. He did miss a game. Lockie O'Neill was outstanding on the weekend. I still I, Personally, if I was having one bet right now in the market, I think Clayton Oliver of Melbourne's a value. Yeah. Uh, around that $9.50, $10 mark, uh, if I was having one pick, I think Oliver's my man right now. Okay, at $9.50, that's not bad for your multis. And then we're going to head to the Coleman medal. What do you see here, or is this wide open in the Coleman? Yeah, wide open, Nicky, as you can see, $5.30, two Geelong players head, so uh, head the list, so that's uh, interesting. Uh, the big note probably from the weekend is Joey Danaher's mm -hmm. injured his shoulder, looks like he had out for a bit, but yeah, as you can see, very tough to pick at the moment, but uh, all the big key forwards are there, so we'll just monitor that as the year goes on. All right, thanks, MG. Now, if you are serious about your AFL punting, you need AFL stings. So you need to head to the Little Birdie Live shop, get your AFL stings for $22 a week. And there we go for your AFL punting, AFL stings. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Top Rope. Welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. We'd like to welcome in Nip, Nick Toprek Tedeschi to do the round eight NRL review. Now we're just going to quickly have a look at the scores from the uh, last week of the NRL. Brisbane beat Cronulla 16 to 7. Penrith beat the Titans 18 to 4. South beat Manly 40 to 22. The Warriors beat Canberra 21 to 20. The Bulldogs beat the Roosters 16 to 12. North Queensland beat Parramatta 35 to 4. The Melbourne Storm in another huge result 50 to 2 against the Knights. And St George beat the West Tigers twelve to six. Top rope. Yeah, well, let's start from the top, uh, Nick. And I guess the top might be uh, the Bulldogs beating the Roosters, which I'm sure you uh, <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. There it was uh, oh. wonderful to see the, the mighty Bulldogs get a win. Of course, uh, uh, probably probably a tough win to swallow though for, for, for Trent Barrett after he was. Uh, Cut holder during the week and sent to the sidelines and made to watch uh, Gus uh, Gus coach the uh, coach the side uh, and then all of a sudden they pulled out a win so probably a pretty poor reflection of him but uh, much needed win out by the Bulldogs a few question marks being asked about the Roosters now that's uh, five five games this year they've been favoured by ten or more points and they haven't covered any of them so uh, a few losses in there as well against some some far, far inferior teams so. Uh, Trent Robinson's still got plenty of time, but a few worries about how Luke Hugh is playing, how the team's clicking. So, bit to go on there. But back to the, the, the start of the week. Uh, open up with a pretty good game, actually. Broncos and Sharks. Broncos won 16 7. Uh, a key battle there was uh, Katoni Staggs and CSF Italica, who uh, were looking to kind of push their claims for uh, uh, the origin left centre spot. Uh, and Staggs came out of the block straight away and was all over Italica and dominating throughout the game. So, uh, big win for the Broncos. Big uh, statement game for Stags, no doubt. Uh, the Titans, under a lot of pressure, David Fafita, their big-name signing, dropped back to the bench. But they were much, much better. Lost 18-4, but uh, a much better performance from the Titans. Penrith is too classy. A third of the way through the season, they remain undefeated. Uh, South and Manly, that was highlighted by the earliest send-off in 15 years when Carl Lawton 
uh, was sent off for a spear tackle on uh, Cameron Murray, who was a pretty reckless tackle and absolutely deserved to be sent off. Manly were uh, pretty courageous in the end. Tom Travoyage played with 12 players, but South's just too much firepower in 40 to 22. Uh, Warriors, Raiders, Warriors uh, conceded 70 the week before. Uh, look, they looked like they were in all sorts against the Raiders, but the Raiders did plenty of Raiders things, led 20 to uh, twenty to 10 and a half time, got rolled 21-20 in extra time. Sean Johnson, returning hero, got the uh, job done there with a field goal and golden point. Ricky Stewart almost blew a gasket. Probably the biggest shock of the week, the Eels started uh, eight and a half point favourites and Darwin against the Cowboys absolutely blown off the park. They dominated the first 20 minutes, couldn't score, and then the Cowboys went bang, 35-4. to four. Wild, wild win, that one for the Cowboys. So, well, it might actually be better than most, including me, had peaked at the start of the year. Uh, Sunday rolled around, the Storm had made 120 points in two games. They beat the Knights 50-2 to two on the road. Uh, probably could have been more. I'd say the, the Storm probably weren't fully on song yesterday, but uh, it was a pretty impressive win, and, Big news out of that one, every bookmaker cheering that Ryan Pappenhausen didn't score a try and probably killed <laughs> 95% of the same game multis, including about 10 of mine because every other Storm player scored. Uh, and the Dragons, uh, gritty in the end, beat the Tigers 12-6. to And now the Tigers probably probably dominated that game for probably the first 60 minutes, just couldn't get over the line. And so uh, pretty stout win there for the Dragons, um, two teams who will not be contending this year. Okay, thanks, Top Rope. Now we're going to have a quick look at the uh, week eight results here. So we had four out of eight faves win, three out of eight covers, two out of eight for the over totals, and five out of eight for the home teams. And for the season, we're sitting at 69% for the faves, 50% for the covers, 39% for the over totals, and 66% for the home teams. Top Rope, do you take anything out of this week on that? Yeah, look, we saw some real, real low scoring games here. We had a, a 23 total on Thursday, 22. Uh, uh, an 18 on Sunday. Uh, unders are hitting at 61% this year. I think the lines are still too high. They, they haven't probably fully adjusted from from last year's high, high numbers. We're still seeing a lot of totals hover around that kind of 40 to 42 mark. That, that's that's very high in some of these games. So uh, I'll, I'll certainly be kind of starting as a starting if you haven't bet on a game, wanting to bet the unders, and, and then you know if you find a reason about the overs, well then. Yeah, certainly feel free to switch, but I'll be kind of the full position should be the under in every game. Okay, now your week eight results were huge, buddy. You've had four out of five. Insane. I think I text you and I'm like, you're on fire. And you said I was starting to doubt. And I'm like, mate, I never had any doubt in you at all. You have absolutely crushed it this week. What'd we get? Yeah, uh, easy win, easy, easy watch us some of those. Be a two and a half units on the Broncos line plus 10 and a half. They won the game outright. Souths, uh, mainly over 38 and a half, nearly covered by half time. Kids 62 in the end. Uh, the Warriors was a bit of a sweat at plus, uh, plus one and a half there. Took, uh, took a late penalty goal, uh, off a lying down injury from Matt Lodge to send that to extra time, but we've got the, the cash there. Melbourne was covering after 15 minutes and never looked in doubt. And Parramatta, uh, yeah, they let us down. Small spread of the weekend, but, uh, uh, didn't get the job done at all. So they were very, very poor. Uh, but, yeah, overall, very big profit for the week, so I'm very happy with that. Amazing, and that's just leading us into the ball week. Everyone's up and about. It's fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> and now we are going to have a quick look at Thursday night's game. So we've got South Sydney taking on the Broncos Thursday night at 7.50pm at a core stadium. So we've got the head-to-head 
South Sydney $1.31, the Broncos are $3.45. The line approximately at the moment is nine and a half, no over or under totals because we are obviously on a Monday. Top rate, what do you think about this one? Yeah, not a game I, I want to get too heavily involved with here. Um, the Broncos are a different team away from home. Definitely would, 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 would not want to be against the Broncos this week. My concern with South is I'm just not sure how many points they've got in without Latrell Mitchell. I know they put 40 on Manly last week. That was against a 12-man side. I thought they, yeah, I thought they played pretty poorly in patches. They, they got away with it in the end, but yeah, 12-team Manly kept themselves right in the game for a long period of time there. So, um, yeah, lean towards the minus, but yeah, not a game I'll be getting too heavily involved in. Okay, so we're just going to sit back and watch that one for the moment. Now we're going to take a quick look at the NRL Premiership market as well. Well, we've got Top Rope here with us. So we've got Penrith at 270, the Storm at 320, Cronulla at 10, Parramatta at 11, the Roosters at 12, Manly at 15, South at 19, North Queensland at 26, and the Broncos at 67. Do you take anything from this, any movement this week? Uh, there's only four teams that can win it, and there's only two that have kind of yeah, real claims to it, Penrith and Melbourne. I, I, yeah, sound like a, a broken record here, but would much rather be on Melbourne at the price than, than Penrith. I, I'm concerned about how... Uh, the favourite hit Penrith after kind of winning last year. I think there's a bit to play, a bit more motivation at Melbourne this year. Um, I do think the other two teams are going to win Cronulla and the Roosters. I think they're two close teams with a little more upside there, a ten twelve dollars Yeah, $12 about the Roosters in particular. I, I, yeah, I think they will finish in the top four. I think there's significant improvement to come. I, I think, yeah, that's a very bettable price at the moment. But, yeah. You can't need odds, as they're saying, and, and, and the likelihood is we're going to be looking at a Penrith-Melbourne grand final. Okay, there we go, Penrith-Melbourne for the early tip there. All right, now if you are serious about your NRL punting, you do need GGOA. You need to head to the Little Betty Live TV shop and get that from $22 a week. The man is on fire, GGOA, $22 a week. Now, MG. All right, Nikki, uh, time for our uh, charities for us to pony up on a Monday for uh, our long-range best bet of the week. Unfortunately, last week, as you can see, we uh, went duck eggs between us. We, we had a good week, and between us, we couldn't find one out of the three. So oh, yeah. our charities will be on the phone uh, if we don't kick back this week, I'm sure. So very disappointing results across the board. So yep. we'll move straight into our week nine predictions. Uh, Nikki, what have you got for Sids and Kids this week? Who are we going, NRL or AFL this week? I'm sticking with the AFL. We had a little chat before this and I we were struggling to find one for me, but I've settled on um, St Kilda at the plus 20 and a half. Okay, St Kilda plus 20 yep. and a half there for Nikki. Top uh, top rope, Wayside Chapel is your charity. What have we found in the uh, NRL this week? Bit of Ric Flair or are we just going with stock standard here? Uh, I don't know why I get so cute all the time. Uh, MG thinking I'm some kind of genius. We'll just do it. No need for any Rick Flair. That's as boring as anything. Let's just bet the Storm minus. We'll have the Storm nice. minus and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, start, we'll start feeding a few of these homeless up in Sydney. So uh, minus uh, 19 and a half this week. I think they are. Uh, sorry, minus 22 and a half. Yeah, 19 and a half there last week. The Melbourne Storm gravy train is rich for top rope, so why not jump on board until they stop covering? He gave out the stats for the last two weeks. Myself, uh, for Love Me, Love You charity, I am going the AFL, the Swans against the Gold Coast, minus 28 and a half there. So hopefully we can uh, get on the board for this week's Nikki. Okay, thanks to MG and Top Rope. That is a wrap for this week's episode of First Look. Don't forget to follow us on all of our socials, Twitter and Insta. 
hit head to YouTube, hit the subscribe button, download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Remember to sign up for The Bulldozer. That ends tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. The boys will be back on Friday with OB to cover all the latest weekend footy action. You can also find that at topsport.com.au. Have a great week. We'll see you from the ball.